Hey, welcome to the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. I'm your host, last name Good. Um, so, I don't know how to really frame this. I, I don't know if we w- wanted to start the podcast off this way, but I feel like um, considering that this guy was one of my inspirations to to even get into podcasting and and I learned a a whole lot from him and and had an opportunity to to learn and and build with him a a couple of times um over the past couple of years um rest in peace combat jack and we all know and by now you should know if you don't know but we we believe it or not we lost a legend um, and not just in, in podcasting world, but in hip hop in general, um, Reg was, was a part of, of culture and he was, he was deep in, in hip hop all the way from, um, early days being an entertainment lawyer, um, to shifting his career and moving over and, and being editors at, at the source and, um, even leaving that and, and jumping into the podcast world and, even leveling up on the podcast world and showing us that this is really a business from it and and teaching young minds like myself about um, advertising and um, just making a career out of podcasting. So we we definitely lost a legend um, yesterday. And and so I only felt it was right that we start this podcast straight out the damn podcast off with sending our condolences to his family, um, his loved ones, his children, um, his colleagues. Uh, I know they're, they're dealing with some stuff. Shout out to premium Pete and, um, a King. Uh, you guys hold your head, man. Um, he, he left a lot, uh, for, for not just us and, and those people, you know, that are close to his circle, but those people that, uh, will come to know this world of podcasting and, and, and just hip hop in general. He he loved a lot. So um, thank you for what you've done. Uh, Combat Jack. Remember to, to dream those dreams. Um, so I know we, we started this off that way, but I just felt it was only right uh, considering just the influence that that guy had on my life. Um, today's podcast um is is also sponsored by Legal Equalizer, and I know that's kind of a weird transition, but this is something that Reggie showed us in in the podcasting world that you can monetize um, once you build an audience, right? And he also showed that you want to make sure that it's stuff that your your audience can believe in and that you make sure that you believe in it. And, and legal equalizer is something that I truly believe in. I even, even invested in it. And, um, I'm, I'm just here to say that the climate that we're in right now, I have copy in front of me that I could read and that's cool. But instead of going word for word of this copy, I just want to, you know, share with you guys the reason why you should have this. Anytime you're in a situation where you're, you're feeling that, you know, you just don't know enough. And um, maybe you got pulled over or maybe you're in a situation where immigration, um, whatever the case may be, legal equalizer app is what you need on your phone right now. We have all these other things, social media. That's cool. But you need some protection. You need a legal equalizer app because, number one, there's laws from every state. Uh, so you as an individual know your rights and, and the laws state by state, gun laws, uh, just Regular laws like you know your right to remain silent, all of those things are included in the app. The ability to 
record your conversation, your interaction with the police officer. Uh, number three, the ability to text a friend, a loved one, a colleague, family member, instantly your location and let them know that, hey, I just got pulled over and this is where I'm at just in case you don't hear from me and things of that nature. So all of those reasons are, are great reasons just to have the app. Even if you just want to have it to look into it one day and just see like, oh, what's my what's my laws? I have a gun. I want to know what, if I'm traveling state by state, what are my laws? All of those situations and, and, and things are included in the app. So uh, whether you're on um, an Android device and you're using Google Play or you have an iPhone and you're in the Apple App Store, just search for Legal Equalizer app. And most importantly, you you're protected and, and you also show them that you know, you're responding to the podcast. And so if you really want to support this podcast, that's the best way to do so by going and downloading uh, the legal equalizer app. Once again, that's at your Google Play Store and your Apple um, App Store. Also, today, um, as I told you guys, what we've been doing is we, we ask the questions, what do you guys want us to talk about? And. You know, depending on what comes through, we will we'll look at it, we'll review it and we'll see if there's an interest. And uh, one very important question came through the pipeline. So, number one, shout out to um, Mac, uh, Lamont McIntosh. Uh, it is L McIntosh, the number eight on Instagram. And so uh, his question was. Oh, and actually, before we get to the question, um, let me tell you a little bit about about Mac. Mac and I, we went to college together, Georgia State University. Uh, Lamont was one of the best basketball players to come through Georgia State. Um, he built a career playing uh, professional basketball overseas. And, you know, one thing about Mac, he's always just been a bright individual. And so he knew that eventually there had to be a career after basketball. And so after spending, you know, 10, 10 plus years playing ball overseas, he began to start a career outside of basketball and uh, he became a legal um, advisor and um, it was just a very interesting thing we, we've we've talked you know had various sense of conversations and he's actually one of my financial advisors um, that help out and so you know we got to talking about this thing it was like hey you came up with a great question for the podcast, but I was like, you know, this might be a good opportunity. We can kind of tell people about what you do. So, um, you know, so think about this, like, so as you're doing like your holiday shopping and all that, we all, you know, spend a little extra money, like just take, take the time to kind of think about like, <laughs> you know, giving a gift for like financial security, right. Which is really important. Also with generational wealth, uh, to your family. You know, I just had a kid, baby Jade, she's doing great. She's still crying. Uh, she's sleeping a little bit more through the night, but she's still crying throughout the day and whatnot. And we're still trying to figure things out um, and, and not go too crazy. But, you know, even like securing her future. Right. She's she's come going on two months now, but just securing her future is something to think about. So uh, shout out to Lamont, Lamont McIntosh. He's a fully licensed professional, financial professional, and he's offering free investment and life insurance reviews today. So today is 1221 today. I usually don't timestamp these things, but this is very time sensitive. Um, so so from today, 1221 up until 1226, he's going to offer uh, free investments and life insurance reviews. Um, so this is the best way to reach him. His, this is his direct number, 770-818-0700, extension 205. This is for people in the Atlanta area. 
or you can email him at lamont.macintosh at foresters.com and that's l-a-m-o-n-t dot m-c-i-n-t-o-s-h at foresters.com and that's f-o-r-e-s-t-e-r-s.com and i'll ensure um be sure to include all of that in the show notes. But uh, once again, you can reach him and he's offering free investment and life insurance reviews from today, 1221 up until um, the day after Christmas. So uh, December 26th, uh, you can call him at 770-818-0700 extension 205 or email him via um, lamont.macintosh at forresters.com. And once again, I'll put all that information in the show notes, but Mac um, had a, a great question that he wanted to ask, and, and Mac has dealt um, in the music industry for quite some time as well, and he, he's dealing with different artists. And so these questions come about, and they, they're based off uh, um, a lot of experience, but he asked the question, um, how merch can sustain independent artists till their bookings pick up, right? And I thought that was just a, a great great question and I, I thought it will be a good topic to talk about on the podcast, and we're going to talk about it um very briefly um today and we'll we'll the reason why is well for one i'm tired there's no excuse but uh it's also a lot of this has to do with digging yourself you have to go out and actually dig uh to do this but i'm just going to go over a few principles when it comes to to merch and the importance of merch number one and um why every single artist should be pushing their merch as opposed to worrying about booking shows. And, you know, contrary to popular belief, merch is the most important thing that you'll ever be able to do. And here's the reason why. Merch can be both tangible and intangible passive income. And here's what I mean by that. It's tangible because you can sell merch at your shows, right? Um, physical merch, yeah, clothing, all of these things is very, you know, but there's also intangible merch like wallpapers, uh, digital wallpapers. Like you don't have to touch it. You just download it. Boom. Gone. Like it's so many things that you can do creatively with merch that can build your brand and also keep your name going out there while you're still building, um, you know, building a resume to book shows. So here's the thing about booking shows, right? Shows are early on is going to be very hard to do. We, we've had podcasts in the past talking about that. And you can look through those podcasts and find those uh, episodes. But the most important thing about booking shows that you have to remember is that it's going to take some time. Right. No one is going to step out and, and have a big a big booking agent. And be able to book these shows and get paid ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars a show. That takes time. That takes building a fan base, actually building value uh, for someone to book you for something like that. Uh, but early on, you're probably going to be doing some trade-off shows. Uh, you might even, you know, get fifty dollars here, twenty-five dollars here, maybe even, you know, uh, triple digits, get a hundred dollars here. Uh, and that's cool. You know, you you can actually make that work. Some trade off stuff, you know, get book me a hotel and, and I'll come out and perform, um, you know, feed me and I'll come. You know, there's there's so many different ways and different lanes. That's all cool. But the real way that artists eat on the road, honestly, is through merch. There's no way around it at all. It's, it's through merch. Merch is so important. And as soon as you can get it through your head that merch is important, the more successful you'll be as an independent artist. Here's why. 
when you have merch, especially merch on hand, which is one thing that it, it takes some time to figure out because you need capital to get merch. But once you have merch on hand, you create instantly a bond with your 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 audience when you're on the show on the road doing shows and, and all of these things. So when you have that opportunity to bond um, with the fan, they have something tangible that they can take home with them for life, and they can remember you even if they don't remember your performance. They can remember your merch. Um, now, some people like to do simple merch will have their, their name. That's cool. If you have a catchy name, you know, that's cool. But what you want to remember about merch, merch is more so about lifestyle. And here's what I mean by lifestyle. Um, if you create merch that people feel like it's a necessity, it'll be forever. So things like, and I'm looking at certain merch items that I actually have on my desk here, but I'm looking at an iPhone um, case, right? Why is this creative merch? Because everybody has a phone. Everybody needs a phone or think they need a phone rather. But um, what's the one thing that will always, you know, be apparent? With, with the phone is the phone case because it protects your phone so if there's something that's of good quality it protects your phone it has your favorite band name it looks pretty cool you'll keep it on your phone and don't even think about it and here's the cool thing about having merch that doubles Th these are all like you know this merch it doubles for lifestyle purposes so i have a I have a phone case it's pretty cool pretty neat it's actually a Peyton america phone case that i'm looking at right now but I look at this phone case. Everything is cool about it. I put it on my phone. I sit it down on my desk, right? I forget about it. Because for me, it's, it's just a part of everyday life. I'm not even thinking about it. Well, somebody walks by. They see that phone case. It's automatic, interesting thing. Because now they're looking at what, what's paid in America. Now that sparks dialogue. Now you can, um, if you're somebody that purchased that, now we have people talking about you. And it has nothing to do with music. It's all about your merch, right? So another thing, piece of merch that I'm looking at right now, and I'm giving you all these guys. You can take this, write it down, you know, um, build your own merch store to ha include these items. That's cool. Right now, I'm also looking at a mug, right? I have a Paid in America mug on me. It's actually one of the holiday mugs that um, have the um, Paid in America signature logo. And then there's also the Trump logo with um, a little um, Santa Claus hat on, right? It's just a special holiday mug or whatever. But... Here's the thing about this mug. I also have a mug that says, don't get tired, get paid. And it's just a part of everyday life, right? I, I wake up, if I'm a coffee drinker, I, I drink coffee from a mug and it's a daily reminder, right? Don't get tired, get paid. So I'm drinking that coffee and I'm saying that everything's cool, right? Everything's cool. It's a, it's a daily thing. I'm no longer thinking about the music. I could care less about the music, but I've involved different things in my life that I have to have like if I drink coffee I have to have my mug I have a phone I have to have a case on it right things like <clears throat> t-shirts are cool hoodies are cool hats that's cool too but everybody has those things and I'm not saying don't do those you definitely should do them because they're they're quick and easy uh things to do but think outside the box Think of things that everybody don't have. Um, and with those items, like I say, just think lifestyle. And if you're going to do T-shirts and, and hoodies, my best advice that I can do for you is think outside of just your name. Because if your name is not a catchy name, 
then I'm not invested. Why why would I why would I buy a shirt that says if the name of your band was Doormat? Until you become popular enough, doormat means nothing to the average person. Like it's a very niche thing. So I mean I would only buy that if um a fan of doormat which and that's cool you can always have that that's that's cool to have that but i almost can guarantee you that the things that are really going to sell for you are, are slogans or things that connect with people things that people see and it touch them it's, it's those little tingling moments that they feel like excuse me yeah i feel like that too right so it's those things you have to be i'm not going to give you examples of those you, you just have to be creative but knowing that your band name it, it has to be more because your band name only, you know, it's just talking about you. It It's not really concerning the next person. Now, if you do have your band name on a shirt and that's the route that you want to go, just be creative with the design of your band name. It needs to be something that looks cool, maybe surrounded by some other things. Think of different colorways that um, that will go with, you know, different shoes or clothes or things of that nature that that look and look great and feel great. But outside of that, you just have sayings or are, are, are great for merch because when people connect to those things you're you're top notch you, you level up with those things right so think of that when you think of merch um, now like I said if you don't want to do the clothing and, and those those type of items you really should look into other creative things so I mean even headphones they're you know thumb drives um, erasers wristbands um, watches there's so many things that you can do now the price point may be different and of course you have to govern yourselves accordingly with that you know you you can't have calculators you know for merch and expect to um, excel unless you you're buying in a high quantity right and if you're buying in a high quantity and then you're selling those and pushing those yourself then you're talking about a different ball game but if that's not the case for you and you don't have that type of capital then you just need to be very um careful about what type of merch items you choose and you know moving moving forward but be creative think about things that you you put yourself in in, in your in your own shoes like what do you like to buy right like pens are great right pens are great I'm, I'm looking at a pen right now with the name of a company that makes socks socks is a good merch item but i'm looking at this pen here and the cool thing about a pen is I always I always need a pen to write with. Uh, my pen and the life's the lifespan of a pen is pretty lengthy, right? Unless I'm somebody that's writing every day for long lengths of time, I'm gonna probably keep this pen. As a matter of fact, I've had this pen for a year and a half that I'm looking at right now. So things like that that that, that are gonna stick around. Um, now I will say. Pins are, are, are cool for giveaway items, but there are not too many people that's going to be willing to buy a pen from you. Um, pins are, are, are great for the mass traffic items. Like you, if you're at a festival that's holding 20, 30,000 people and you go and press up, uh, get some pins, maybe 3,000 pins made and you want to pass those out as like freebies. Pins work for great freebies because people get it. They see it. They write with it for a little while. And once the pen dies, the thing is they're going to toss that merch. They're not going to really keep a pen around. So you got to think with all your merch. Some things are going to be temporary, and that's cool. As a temporary fix, that's cool. That's something that you're going to look at for a little while, and then once you get tired of it, you're going to throw it away. That's okay. 
that's a low price point. You're not going to make much money off of it. So it works better as a promotional item. Uh, your iPhone cases, your, you know, your mugs, your T-shirts, those are things that are going to stick around a little bit longer, right? The only way I get rid of this mug, if it breaks, and if it breaks, then, uh, you know, I have to throw it in the trash. But outside of that, if it's a good looking mug, I'm going to keep it around, right? I'm not just going to get rid of a mug. I'll have it around for the duration of, of, of the mug. iPhone case, the only reason I would get rid of this iPhone case is if I get a new iPhone. And then I'm kind of just like, oh, the case is just kind of there, right? So you want to think of items that kind of grow with the consumer. So, like I said, things like thumb drives, I don't throw away thumb drive. I, I have plenty of them, right? If I find a thumb drive on the ground right now, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to see what's on it. I'm going to wipe it off clean and I'm going to keep going by my day and using it. Right. So it's things like that that stick with you that, that that's not going anywhere. T-shirt, you know, if you outgrow it, you gain a little weight or whatever, you you might get rid of it. But if it's a, a nice design T-shirt, you might use it as motivation to start being able to wear it again is what I'm saying. My wife gets on me all the time because I have way too many T-shirts. I'm sorry, babe. I, I, I'll do better eventually i'm gonna try i i need i gotta work sorry they mean to bring this in into okay whatever but what i'm saying is you gotta have merch items that, that that grow with your fan base because if it's something that's they don't care about eventually it's going to be trashed and you don't want any of your merch trashed um on purpose right something that's very niche um think about limited items right you can have items that are uh made specialty made items that's like a one of of 10 or one of 20 uh the cool thing about that is that's a higher price point so you have to just be mindful if you're going to do something like that with a higher price point then it doesn't really matter for you if i'm only making 10 of them i can charge 200 bucks for them right if I'm making limited edition bags that I'm only and, and the kick is I'm only going to make 10 of them. That's it. These are you're only going to see 10 ever. At that point, I can put a high price point on it because I'm only selling 10 of them. It's limited. It's very limited. So now you make it one of those things where you're, you're catering to your super fans, your super fans that are willing to spend. Go that extra mile and spend that extra money uh, on, on your merch. But the key is. If you're going to do that, you got to be very honest. That means that you can't say you got 10 and then next thing you know, 20 people have it and they're popping up on IG and it, it makes you look bad. So if you're going to do limited, do limited and make it truly limited and, and raise the price point on it because you're only trying to sell a, a handful of them. Right. At the end of the day, you want to do different things that are, that are going to equate to a better relationship with your fans, lifelong items that stick around. Remember that lifelong items that stick around and grow with your your fan base so all of these things to say is do you need merch absolutely you need merch like yesterday I, and there's some things that you can do that that really keep you afloat with merch like having merch on hand is great i know some people just don't have the, the means to do that early on and so a great thing that you can do is drop shipping um there's different companies i use the company that i personally use um is printful i'll give you that that's a free gym it's printful and a matter of fact i'll put a link um in the show notes 
It's an affiliate link, of course. I'll give you the link that I use because if you click on that link, then I'll get paid off of that link. It works that way. If I'm going to give you some stuff, you got to give me something in return, right? That's what it is. So I'll give you that, that affiliate link. You click on it. You sign up for your store and, and figure out how you do all that. But drop shipping is something that's very cool. You never have to touch product. You work with a warehouse. They, uh, you set your prices. You set, you set your merch items. Um, you set up everything how you want it. And you set up your online store. And if it if it works for you, people go in, they purchase what they want, and then boom. Everything else is handled for you. You just collect. It's a very simple process that works for some people. It doesn't work for everybody because some people like to be on hand. And there's nothing wrong with being on hand. Um, but if you're somebody that, that has a lot of things going on, the setting and forget it process might be the best thing for you. And therefore using the company and printful is not the only company there's plenty of other companies out there i'm just giving you the one that that i've used and, and that works for me right so you can use those companies go out there and, and see what's best for you um but there's so many different creative things that you can do merch wise um you can get with local retailers um and create and get with local designers um uh, someone i won't mention their name but some people like to outsource their work and, and they've done things as simple as um buy hats and they buy patches and then they get somebody to sew those patches on their hats and they sell their so they they, they buy it in bulk right and this these things you just have to have the capital to do so but if you if you like hats you go and find a retailer that's willing to spend um you know maybe you want to order 200 hats you buy 200 hats in bulk dad hats are cool because their size you know you can they're adjustable when it comes to size it's kind of a one size fit all so you're buying one hat right it's not different sizes like t-shirts which is t-shirts can be difficult because you're buying different sizes you gotta do a, a another type of analysis before we get to that point but if you're doing shirts I mean, excuse me, if you're doing hats, you can do them adjustable. They're one size. Find the order. Say, you know, you want to do 200 hats, and now you have patches. Say you're going to get 200 patches made. Well, now you have 200 patches and 200 hats, and you find somebody that can stitch those patches for you, and you can sell that. I guarantee if you do it that way, you're going to cut your cost down significantly. You might even be able to make hats. You probably can make a hat for, like, maybe four or five bucks, when it all boils down to four or five bucks a hat and you can sell your hat for up to $25. Now you're making $20 a hat minus shipping. It's probably going to bring you about $5 to ship. So <clears throat> just doing quick numbers if you do it that way. And and honestly, you can probably get those costs down even more when you buy more hats. But these are just small things that I'm just telling you guys very quickly uh, how they can be done. Um, if you're not in the business of having capital early on, then I would suggest, like I said, drop shipping. Use whatever company you want to. I'll give you um, the link, affiliate link that I do. It'll definitely help support this podcast if you click on that link and set up a store. Um, but those are just a few things that you can do. The most important thing that I want you to take away from this conversation is be a very creative with your merch. B make sure that your merch grows with your consumer. And see if you haven't started with your merch, start now. Forget about your shows. Forget about trying to book all over the country. Figure out merch first. Because I guarantee once you figure out your merch, now when you go on that road, you have product. 
to sell. And I'm not talking about CDs. I'm talking about tangible, real good product that lasts with the customer. Your CDs, those days are over with. Only your super fans are going to buy your CDs. You can give CDs away. That's cool, right? But just ask your ask your neighbor, ask your coworker in, who's sitting in the cube next to you when the last time they listened to a CD. Do your research. Ask your friends what's the last CD they popped in a CD player and listened to. They're probably going to look at you like you're crazy. Nobody's listening to CDs anymore. So I'm not saying don't. We had a, a, a pretty good podcast about CDs, too, that you should check out. But I'm not saying don't make CDs. But just know that your CDs are going to go to your super fans. These are people that really don't care about listening to the CD. They care about supporting you. Right. But if you're going out in that mentality that I'm going to get 5000 CDs pressed up and I'm just going to pass them out. Those days are over with. You come out better just going to get 5000 business cards made with the QR um, QR code that people can scan. It goes directly to your website or to your song or whatever. Um, do that. And shout out to Chris J. Chris J. did that years ago. And it was a genius move that he had with his Pokemon um, cars that he did. But. You come out better doing that as opposed to going in 5,000 CDs pressed up. Number one is going to cost way more money. Uh, number two, you're going to end up with your CDs all over whatever festival you're at or whatever place you're at. They're going to be coasters. They're just not going to be used for the right thing. So forget about the CDs. Only get your CDs pressed up and know that they're going to be for your super fans and you're selling them for five to ten bucks and you're signing them. You're doing all the extra stuff and you're giving them to your super fans. You're not going to sell CDs to just an average person. You're not going to be able to give them away either. Those days are over with. <clears throat> I repeat, those days are over with if you didn't hear me the first time. And if you didn't hear me the second time, those days are over with. CD, that technology is just gone. Vinyl, you can do it. Tapes, you can do it. Because now those feel like very nostalgic um, products. It's a thing now to have tapes. Or have vinyl because everybody doesn't have it. Everybody has CDs. It's a thing to have your thumb drive with all your music on it and have, you know, your social media on it because everybody doesn't have it. Those things stand out. CDs, unfortunately, they, they don't stand out anymore. Right? Those days, like I said, it's over with for them. So um, <clears throat> I think that's it this week. I don't I didn't want to go too far. I felt that that was kind of straightforward to the point. Um, shout out to uh, Lamont. Um, so that's L Macintosh eight on Instagram for that question. That, that was a great question. And knowing the importance between like you have to sell your merch, sell, sell, sell merch. And if you're worried about booking shows, that'll come. But what you need to be doing right now. I, I don't care what it doesn't matter what stage of the process you are in as an artist. If you are an artist, you need to right now be thinking very strategically on what type of merch you can create that your fans will like. You need to do it. That's your planning stage for this week. I know it's the, the holidays, but that's what you need to be doing right now over the holiday break is figuring out what type of merch that I can present to my fans that they will like, enjoy, and will use. That's what you need to figure out. So that's it. Uh, once again, thanks to our sponsors, Legal Equalizer app. Make sure you go uh, to your Google Play Store, Apple um, App Store, and go 
download legal equalizer app also shout out to lamont and um uh, also just remember lamont mcintosh he's a fully licensed financial professional and he's offering a free investment and life insurance reviews from today december 21st all the way to december 26th the best way to contact him is by phone 770-818-0770 excuse me 0700 extension 205 or via email at lamont.macintosh at foresters.com um thank you guys for listening once again rest in peace to combat jack thank you for being an inspiration to me and, and others um and your contributions will not be lost we'll continue to dream those dreams and um if you want me to keep it all the way a buck with you guys this is just to end what we're gonna say oh make sure you guys I'll get back to that. But make sure you guys uh, subscribe on iTunes, rate and review the podcast. If you ever have any questions or uh, if you want to leave us some comments, call us, leave a text, uh, leave a message, 404-900-2876. Once again, that's 404-900-2876. But you know, you guys know how I end this podcast. The motivation and the reason why I end this podcast the way that I end it Every podcast is because of Combat Jack and his dreams, old dreams um, slogan that he says. That's his tagline. And because of him, I thought of something that I needed to have something creative to say at the end of every podcast to motivate people. So if you missed everything I said those 30 minutes before, I want you guys to remember this one thing. If you have a dream, pray on that dream, research that dream. And work until that dream becomes reality. I'm Last Name Good. This is the Straight Out the Damn Podcast. See you guys next week. The Straight Out the Damn Podcast is powered by the Indie Creative Network.